You know how to book flights and hotels. All you're missing is a tool to help you plan that unbelievable travel experience. That's why you need Viator. Book guided tours, excursions, and more in one place. There are over 300,000 travel experiences to choose from, so you can find something for everyone. And Viator offers free cancellation and 24-7 customer support for worry-free travel. Download the Viator app now and use code Viator10 for 10% off your first booking in the app. Find travel experiences for you. Do more with Viator. get to some listener questions here before we get out of here we're going to spend a few minutes on that you can get in touch with us in the live youtube chat in the cincyjungle.com thread uh you can get to us at Bengals obi on twitter or you can give us a call or shoot us a text at 949-542-6241 we actually have a call on the line and i believe it, it uh, the call on the line is from our good friend terrell terrell how are you sir Terrell, how are you? Sorry about that. I, I, I muted you there. How are you, sir? Good, man. Uh, we, uh, I think we, I think we missed you last week, so we apologize. But good to have you back on. And, and what's going on? What's on your mind this week? Thanks, Terrell. We're going to get you off the air. John, your thoughts on your thoughts on what Terrell said. Terrell, thanks for calling in, buddy. Appreciate it. Oh, yeah, no problem. Oh, yeah, no problem. See you, buddy. Yeah. Like, c- c- come on, guys. Like, if, 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 if Baltimore hadn't hired a defensive coordinator in seven weeks since the offense offseason began, we, we'd be making fun of them. Like, I, I think there has to be a level of perspective here. Um, I, I, I know it sucks because – 
we haven't won a playoff game in almost 30 years. And this is just another thing to kind of make fun of, but it's, 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 it's just the way it is. We're not, we're not anything special. We're not, we're not above this, this jokingly ridicule. Like it's just, it's just the way it is. Yeah. And uh, it's, it's easy to be cynical as a Bengals fan. I mean, it is extremely easy to, you know, think the worst uh, going forward here. We have another call on the line. I believe it's from uh, Aaron from, I think it's from Kentucky. Aaron, how are you? Yes, from Ashland, Kentucky. Good, man. Thanks for taking my call. Yeah. What's going on, bud? Not much, man. Uh, my question is, um, I've been seeing in the rumors things that, that Taylor's talking about, Andy Dalton, uh, being able to master the offense. I'm wondering if y'all think that that's legit. Like, do y'all think that Ooh, that's a good question. he's going to actually move forward with Andy Dalton? Or if that's just something that he may be, you know, maybe saying. Is he, is he playing know, politics? Is he playing, is he playing the politician and, and, uh, yeah, that's a great question. Thanks. Thanks, Aaron. We'll, we'll answer you off the air. Thanks, buddy. Thank you, man. Uh, I, I think it's a great question and, and I hate, I mean, every off season that Andy Dalton is the Bengals quarterback, there's going to be, is he the guy? Is he the guy? Right. I mean, part of me wants to believe Zach Taylor and part of me does believe Zach Taylor. But when I heard Zach, when I saw that little clip when he first met Andy Dalton, and then when he recently appeared on, I believe it was Albert Breer's podcast, he had the same exact thing. I, I saw, I watched a lot of him when he was at TCU, and I, blah, 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 blah. I, I personally, I think the Bengals are doing something at quarterback that's splashy. I don't know if it's Tannehill. I don't know if it's Kyler Murray. I don't know if it's Dwayne Haskins. I, I, I just I think that this coach, especially in this offseason with the first month being as tumultuous as it is, I think he wants to put his stamp on things. And, and I think the way he's going to do that as a quarterback's coach by trade is by bringing in another quarterback. That doesn't mean Andy Dalton won't start in 2019, but that's my personal opinion. The quarterback room will not just be Andy Dalton, Jeff Triscoll. Right. Or, or, Brad, or Brad Kyle, for that matter. Um I don't know, man. Like <laughs> this team is basically the 2013 Miami Dolphins at this point. Um, like, yeah, because yeah, like you have multiple assistant coaches. You already have the defensive coordinator from from that year. It's just, I don't know. I because there is talk about Tannehill getting released, and I think that's basically a foregone conclusion at this point. You know, I, I don't blame Taylor for saying anything that he's saying because it's not like he can say you're ever going to move on from Andy Dalton when you don't have a, a viable replacement at at, at the, at your disposal at this moment in time, but just everything that's that's happened with with what since Taylor's came here, it's clear that they trust his vision and clearly they trust his influence on guys that he wants to bring in. And if he wants to bring in a guy like Tannehill, or if he even wants to draft a guy relatively early, I think he's going to have the reign to do so. Which is not something that I expected to be saying about the new head coach of the Cincinnati Bengals back like a couple months ago. Dalton's contract is fa- favorable for them to move on and. You know, I could obviously, I could easily be eating my words at this at this moment. You know, in in May when he's still the starting quarterback for them, but I, I think we can't really rule out any certain scenario because I think that Taylor does have an affinity for guys that he's worked with in the past, and Tannehill's not just the the Miami guy. He was in Texas A and M when Taylor was there as well, so they go back as long as you know he and Jim Taylor, Jim Turner go back. So I think that's something that still can't be diminished at this point. There's two. There's basically two 
modes that Taylor will be operating under, one of two modes that he will be operating under in 2019. And it is veteran guy, re-surround them with a lot of talent, a veteran, a veteran middle-of-the-road guy, re-surround them with a lot of talent and hope that that elevates the play. And that's Dalton or Tannehill, I think, mm-hmm. by, most, by most accounts. Yeah, and like or go ahead. No, 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 go ahead. Or it's hey, this is a number one. It's uh, NFL coaches do not have very long to, in a lot of instances, Bengals not necessarily being the case, but in a lot of instances, <laughs> leashes are very short in the NFL from a head coaching perspective, and I mean he's got to make the most of this opportunity. And uh, I think, you know, there's going to be some, there's going to be an opportunity for him to bring in a, a quote unquote franchise quarterback. And, you know, it's, there are guys out there in this draft, uh, maybe one, maybe, th- maybe all the way up to three or four. It depends on who you ask, but this is an opportunity for him to kind of write his own script. And, uh, if you look at the NFL landscape, we've talked about it on this show, John. You need an elite coach and/or elite quarterback to take you to the next level, and um, it it doesn't always work the the first way that I mentioned, which is build around a middle of the road quarterback, and um, at least not in recent years, build around a middle of the road quarterback and and hope that that he elevates to everybody else. It's it's the other way, but there's an argument to be, <laughs> but 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 there's an argument to be made for Jared Goff, right? I mean, Jared Goff, number one overall pick. Some, you know, a lot of people think he's better than Andy Dalton, but I don't think he's. I don't think a lot of people think he's a Big Ben and Aaron Rodgers or Tom Brady or anything in that stratosphere. So, great, great roster around him. So, I mean, you kind of go. <laughs> you see the logic of both. Yeah, but the, that Jared Goff just scored three points in the Super Bowl. Right, exactly. So I think that I think I think that argument has has a legitimate answer behind it. And to, to anybody who says you know that Tannehill would be would be awful here, he's not as good as Andy Dalton. I completely understand that. I, I agree to it to a certain extent. I just think that we're not thinking the way that Zach Taylor's probably thinking, and his evaluation on Tannehill is probably significantly different than most Bengals fans' evaluation on Tannehill, especially in comparison to a guy like Andy Dalton, but you have, you, you have to sit back and, and just look at the logic behind all of it and how all the pieces could be coming together for this reunion to happen. And again, it, it, it's not like, it, it, it's not, it's not trying to talk ourselves into Tannehill being a good quarterback. It's just accepting that this is a guy that's worked with Taylor for a many, many years in, in college and in the pros, a guy that's marginal compared to other quarterbacks in Andy Dalton's you know, talent range. And as we've seen in the first two weeks, Taylor has done his best to surround himself with guys that he's worked with in the past. Quarterback is obviously the most important position on the field. It's not impossible or out of the realm to consider it. Even still, even with Tannehill still in the Dolphins, there's still time for some developments to happen. Yeah, uh, I just, like I said, I, I would not be surprised, and I continue to say this, I would not be surprised if Taylor brings in a quarterback this year, whether that's a, a Haskins, a Kyler Murray, a Drew Locke, uh, a Tannehill, whoever. I just, I, or maybe even just a veteran backup that he has a lot of trust in. Maybe a Sean Mannion, whoever. Uh, you know, I think that that there is a possibility that 
Cincinnati brings in a quarterback and, you know, you can sit here and say, oh, tank this year. And that, that's just not – coaches don't really have that luxury in, in today's NFL. You saw what happened in Arizona. They have as much, if not more so, a dysfunctional ownership or have had traditional, traditionally a dysfunctional ownership as the Bengals. And they gave their last coach one year and that was it. And then mm-hmm. they went and hired a guy that was – hired as an offensive coordinator at the college level and they gave him a head coaching gig. So uh, there is just uh, nothing's guaranteed at that, at that position. And I think fan bases are so rabid and teams can sit here and say, Oh, you know, we're not bowing to the wishes of the fans, but uh, Mike Brown even alluded to ticket sales told him a lot. So, uh, you know, if the Bengals, you can sit here and say, Oh, it's easy to say in January, February, it's easy to say, oh, you know, let's tank in 2019. And you're sitting through a 3-13 and season after you sat through three straight losing seasons. Patience is going to wear thin by the time October rolls around. I mean, I think you're right. going to sit here and go, what you signed up for in February is not going to necessarily fly by the time October, November rolls around. That's just – I've been there personally. <laughs> Uh, so I, I mean, I, I would assume a lot of other fans would as well, John, we're going to get out of here with one quick other final question. You're kind of a draft guy. You like a lot of prospects. You went to the senior bowl. This was an interesting one from, I believe it's diesel 44. He had a five round mock, uh, that he put in the live YouTube chat. And I think it's putting you on the spot, Uh, but I think we know some of, if not all of the names, at least at this point. I am very familiar with the first two names at the very least. Uh, in the first round, he had Devin White, and I assume this is all, you know, the Bengals are staying put in their in their picks. Devin White, then he had Dalton Reisner or Dalton Reisner. Uh, Simmons, if he drops due to injury, that's the uh, uh, Simmons. Yes, the the defensive lineman there, um, and then Tyree Jackson and Dakota Allen. Uh, your thoughts on on that draft, that order, and if that's even possible, or if that's just a, a pipe dream. A lot of good players right there. I didn't. That's I who, a lot of good players. I don't know who Dakota Allen is. I guess he's a linebacker from Texas Tech. I guess it, um, Diesel has a better evaluation on him than I do. But uh, yeah, um, that's your starting middle linebacker for the next ten years, presumably. I think Risner can probably play on at least three or four spots in the offensive line and play it well. Um, I don't think Simmons is going to fall that far. Personally, I think he's going to go in the range of a Jalen Smith and a Sydney um, Sydney Joseph somewhere in the early of the second round. So he could be their second round pick if they feel comfortable with that. Tyree Jackson, uh, yeah, I think he's probably a day three guy for me at quarterback because he doesn't have quality production. I don't think you can expect him to become a long term starter, but I think he's a ba- a backup worth investing in. And double dipping at a linebacker is probably not. Um, the, the worst idea in the world. And I'm this class is pretty deep with guys who you can probably find uh, beyond the third round with, you know, high production, probably going to test well as well. So uh, yeah, that's a solid draft right there. I think so too. And you know, I, based on what we know or what we think we know about the Bengals and outside free agency, doubling up on linebackers or tripling up on linebackers early. Um, unfortunately, linebacker is a position much like running back that is valuable but has decreased in value. And part of the reason it has decreased in value is because the injury situation that, that occurs. And now there's other factors as well, but the injury situation, because the wear and tear that occurs from players at those positions, it just, 
it, it's part of today's NFL. It just and, and especially for linebacker now, we mentioned earlier in the show, teams covet those hybrid players. Teams covet more coverage guys because of the pass happy NFL. So you know those stocky linebackers just aren't um, uh, aren't. The traditional thumpers just aren't as coveted as usual, but, um, you know, those rangy guys, guys that can do some things. I looked at Dakota Allen's stats. Um, ironically, his first two seasons uh, in college were more productive than his last season uh, in terms of tackles, in terms of interceptions, in terms of sacks, all that kind of stuff. So, um, you know, maybe if he had come out, I don't think he was eligible, but if he had come out after last year, his stock would have been a little higher than a fourth or fifth round pick. Um, but, uh, you know, interesting player, probably along the lines of a tiny bit more talented Jordan Evans type of guy. Well, I, I don't know. Got to watch some more tape on that. But obviously, Devin White is a guy that is a hot name that has been linked to the Bengals. Dalton Reisner is also a guy who has been linked to the Bengals more so in the first round. Um, but he's kind of a guy that much like... Uh, Orlando Brown last year, his first round hype from Senior Bowl and before that has kind of cooled a little bit. You haven't heard as much about him. You hear more about Jonah Williams. You hear more about Cody Ford. You hear more about Jawan Taylor more so than than Reisner. And um, hey, if the Bengals can get a starter at offensive tackle or offensive line in the second round and be an effective guy, that's fine. If you can knock out your two biggest needs, linebacker and offensive line, in those first two rounds and have two effective starters. <laughs> I'm great with that. Yeah. And with, and with Simmons, um, I'm, I'm, <clears throat> I don't know if we expect him to play this year and that's probably yeah. why he's not going to be a first round pick, but um, yeah, he would be a, a guy that you would plug in, in 2020 behind Geno Atkins and have him rush with him alongside him on, on, on third down. And like, they haven't had a competent guy behind Gino and for as long as he's been here, they tried early with guys like, you know, Devin still and Brandon Thompson and then Marcus Hardison while passing on Brady Jarrett, which still keeps me up at night sometimes, but they've missed a ton on the defensive tackle t- surrounding a, a competent piece with Gino Atkins and Simmons, I think is, is probably a top 20 talent in this class if he's fully healthy. So yeah. I, I, because of that, I don't think he's going to be there in the third again. But if he is, I would definitely t- take a chance on him, even if he doesn't play this year. Yeah, good player there. Thanks for all of our live listeners as well. Once again, you can get this show on iTunes, on Stitcher, on Google Play, on Megaphone. You can get it on YouTube and on CincyJungle.com. Keep it to CincyJungle.com for all the news, opinions, analysis, and everything else related to the Bengals on that website uh, a lot of the guys bring it there and uh, we appreciate all of the support you've sh- shown the show we'll see you next week things will get sorted out we hope who day